0: Hello and welcome to DKI, Digital Era Entertainment's weekly anime podcast. I'm your host, Joel, and thank you so much for joining us. This is episode number 126. And joining me all the way over from Massachusetts, it's Jace. What's
1: up, everybody?
0: (laughs) Hello, hello. We are here and we're going to be continuing today our fall 2022 previews. I always look forward to these shows because it's, you know... The night before Christmas, as it were, you're full of hope. You're looking at all these shows saying, gosh, I hope they're good. And sometimes you open them and you think, oh, this this looks a bit better on the box. But sometimes you open things like Call of the Night and realize, whoa, this is even better than I thought it would be. So uh, if
1: you wanna... I am sad to see it end. And I really hope there's a season two. <laughs> I
0: am cautiously optimistic. I feel like there's been a lot of good buzz around it. Yeah. Um, if you want to follow along with us today, we are using Anychart.net the Fall 2022 season, and uh, sort by title. We're actually going to be starting uh, just past the halfway point that we did our first half last week. You can check that out. Uh, The episode should be up on Digital Era Entertainment's website and on our usual podcast platforms by the time that this episode is available, so you should be able to hear it there. Now, we're going to be starting off with management of a novice alchemist. So we're already in the M's.
1: uh, I'd like to... Place a little asterisk here as we have an English translation to a title that was not there last week, actually. Um, um, so where? we're going to rewind back to B, actually, for that. Thank you. I must have missed that. Uh, where are we? This is uh, Mushikaburi Hime or Bibliophile Princess, which will be airing on High Dive, actually, uh, from Studio Madhouse.
0: And I'm also seeing another one, actually, that was added. So we'll get to that one in a second. But in the meantime, Bibliophile Princess, would you like to read that one?
1: Sure. um Known as the bibliophile princess for her unquenchable love of books, Lady Eliana Bernstein wants nothing more than to shirk so- social duties in favor of retreating to the library. So when the handsome crown prince Christopher promises to shield her from high society drudgery in exchange for pretending to be his fiancé, she jumps at the chance to hide behind her sham relationship and read to her heart's content, especially since he's offered her access to the palace library. But much like the plot of her favorite novel, Soon, Eli's feelings for the prince develop in unexpected ways, and she realizes she can't always judge a royal book by its cover. It's a oh, drama romance.
0: I, I see what you did there. Ah, uh, so sounds like Belle from Beauty and the Beast, and you take out the what was it, Stockholm
1: syndrome? Yeah, and take out the beast. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Sure. Um, cool. Uh, i the artwork. The cool. animation, I, gorgeous. Uh, it looks madhouse. Very pretty. Yeah, it's madhouse. madhouse. I mean, like that, <laughs> that tells you a lot right there. Actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm a I'm a sucker for a good romance, and uh, this has got that old school shoujo feeling. Like it just reminds me of a lot of the stuff that you see back in the day, like Rose of Versailles and uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena. So I'm I'm looking forward to this.
0: Yeah, the interesting piece for me is going to be how much political intrigue or lack thereof is there going to be because it's labeled as a drama romance, and romance definitely sees very apropos here that you're going to have them inevitably fall in love, but it's the type of thing of as she's being shielded from high society, is there going to be this sort of political jockeying, just uh, almost comically so, to keep her out of high society? Like, what type of excuses is Christopher going to have to make to explain away why his fiance is not showing up or having a significant presence at all of these royal events
1: and whatnot? But, uh, Prince sort of and the Popper type uh, situation almost.
0: Potentially. It, it seems to you be suggesting mean, that she, it does say Lady uh, Eliana, so she is still nobility. Hmm.
1: But we will see. Just not high nobility. Okay. So what's um, the other? Uh, did, what's the other? Did update? we
0: get Berserk last week? Because I see it listed next to Bibliophile Princess, and I don't recall I it. I think some we reason. got
1: Berserk, but I'm not sure. Maybe we did. I don't know. Well, um, it says it's a continuation of Berserk,
0: uh, the Golden Age Arc Memorial Edition, uh, following Mercenary Guts. No, I feel like this was not here last week because if it was, I would have remembered making a commentary about the manga passing.
1: Might have been, uh, might have been enlisted under ONA at the time, maybe. Oh, that's
0: possible. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I'm um, sure it, it might didn't have gotten a TV
1: airing, uh, after the fact. It is coming to both, uh, Crunchyroll Verve and Hulu, um, which uh means that it is a Viz property since Viz also drops on Hulu.
0: Ah, uh, that would scan, but yeah, so this is, uh, like I said, the Golden Arc, the Golden Age Arc, uh, the Lone Missionary Guts Travels. Uh, a land where century-old war is raging. His ferocity and skill in battle attract the attention of Griffith, the leader of a group of mercenaries called the Band of the Hawk. Guts becomes Griffith's closest ally and confidant, but despite all their victories, Guts begins to question why he fights for another man's dream of ruling his own kingdom. Unknown to Guts, Griffith's unyielding ambition is to bestow a horrible fate on them both. And uh, obviously we had the passing of the mangaka Berserk earlier this year, so... Uh, That may be why this is labeled Memorial Edition, Mm. but we will see. I have not actually had any significant interaction with the Berserk franchise in manga or anime form. I know that obviously there is the, I think it was like 2016 release, which is renowned for its terrible CG. We'll see how this one goes. But let's go on back down now to the M's. The original
1: was fantastic back in the day. It is is practically a modern classic uh, just for its animation and story. So hopefully Mm -hmm. this can live up to the original.
0: Yes. Moving back down to the M's for uh, the proper second half of our 2022 fall previews, we have Management of a Novice Alchemist. Orphan Sarasa just graduated from the Royal Alchemist Academy, and that means her longed-for life of elegance and riches is close at hand. As a graduation gift, her teacher gifts her a house to set up shop. But Sarasa's dilapidated new digs are, far be- are beyond far-flung. What's a novice alchemist to do when they're stuck in the middle of nowhere with a business to run and supplies to gather from a very dangerous natural world? Whether it's facing down frightening fantasy creatures or finding creative ways to attract customers, Sarasa has her work cut out for her as she achieves her dream of becoming the greatest alchemist around. Now, this feels somewhat comparable to the various pharmacy anime we've had, mm-hmm. but at the same time, this is clearly not an isekai, so do not take yeah. a shot. Um, it's listed as a fantasy slice of life. So, this... This reads as a a businessy anime, which actually is very much to my taste. And the fact that it's listed as slice of life and the, the word management is mm. in the title <laughs> indicates to me that we're probably going to be getting, you know, uh, oh, here's the cute and creative way that she, uh, you know, is able to attract customers and is able to get, we, we see some adventurous looking friends here in the key art. And I assume that she's able to, you know, strike some enterprising deal with them to go out into the dangerous natural areas to collect these uh, supplies for her, which she then compensates them for. And, you know, business. And if done right, I do like me a good business anime, but at the same time, they can sometimes be a bit flat and boring. I'm going to give this one a shot actually, just because I'm a businessy type of person. And I, I don't get too many of these types of shows that you get maybe one of these every two seasons or so. So I'm going to give it a mm. couple of episodes and we'll see. But it, it could also be
1: one that I drop or one that I find utterly delightful. We'll see. I'm going to skip me the next a bit one. Of, uh, oh, sorry. Atelier. It reminded me of the Atelier video games. Uh, very much mm. uh, the uh, the running of the alchemy shop and, you know, getting materials and everything. I wasn't a fan of the game, but then again the game was a little stale maybe they've changed since i originally played one back in like the 360 ps3 days um mm. since it is a very popular franchise i mean it's cute um i don't know if i'll i'll watch it maybe i'll give the first episode a shot but uh there's a lot of anime this season and just looking at my tentative schedule i wrote down at least i have monday and thursday to catch up if i fall behind. Since there are no shows coming out on those days that I'm interested in. (laughs)
0: Gotcha. Well, we're going to gloss over the next two because one of them is Megaton Q Musashi season two. I have never actually heard of Megaton Q Musashi at all, so I have no idea what this is about, but it's a continuation. uh... It it looks like a mech, but I haven't seen season one. And I guess if you saw season one and were looking forward to season two, here you go. Congratulations. Uh, The next one is going to be Mob Psycho 100 part three, which obviously has its you know, topical stuff happening with the dub, but it's Mob Psycho Part 3. I'll watch the subtitle one at least.
1: Uh, Hoping for... I'll watch all of the dub. I'm looking forward to seeing how it is subbed. Um, I'll check out the dub when it does come out uh, just to see what it sounds like. As somebody who does voiceover uh, and does impressions, I oftentimes, if there's a recast, can be very particular about things um case in point in the past sayuki when it went from adb over to uh on that Me. whole debacle completely different cast it was a total turn off it did not sound the same Ooh. this is one character but it's the main character yeah. and that's and the concerning part
0: yeah, i'm open to watching the dub pending yeah. you know how the whole thing gets resolved we're not going to rehash it here yeah. um but at the very least i have seen both seasons one and two m and and am invested enough that i will see part three one way or another and i know a lot of people have really been looking forward to it so it's nice to see it back you can take this next one
1: uh well this next one's actually a sequel too um uh, Mobile suit gundam the witch what from mercury a sequel?
0: which is the sequel that. to
1: the witch from mercury prologue so uh followed by another sequel Love Love Alternative Season 2. Well, hold on. So um the next Tracker, the next one sure. is also a sequel. <laughs> okay. Well,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on. Backing up just for a moment, when was The Witch from Mercury released cuz I don't recall
1: that. Maybe it was a um it was a TV special apparently.
0: Okay, at that point I don't consider it a sequel. I consider okay. it a sequel if it's a season 2 that if they had a one episode prologue OVA
1: that's a prologue, yeah. not a
0: not a season okay. one.
1: So, if that's the case, then uh, the witch from Mercury here. So let's let's get all intense. Scandum A S Ad Stella One Twenty Two. An era when a multitude of corporations have entered space and built a huge economic system. A lone girl from the remote planet Mercury transfers to the Astacasia School of Technology, run by the Benerit Group, which dominates the mobile suit industry. Her name is Suletta Mercury. With a scarlet light burning in her pure heart, this girl walks step by step through a new world. It's a completely different take on Gundam from what we're used to seeing with wars and stuff like that. I mean... The concept of this dealing with corporations and a school run by a corporation,
0: full cyberpunk here, yeah, Uh, you know, exactly
1: what I was thinking. By the (laughs) way, I did
0: check Wikipedia just now. Um, the prologue was indeed just a single episode OVA, okay? So we didn't somehow miss an entire season, we didn't somehow miss a whole season. That's yeah, and and this isn't like a a long lost revival project that uh, I I I guess this is going going onto my list
1: because I'm curious, it's a Gundam series. So add that to my list.
0: (laughs) I'll be honest. I have never seen a Gundam series as it aired. And I've seen very few full
1: Gundam series at all. I've seen Wing, G, um, the original, um, the few that aired Midnights on Toonami. One was an OBA. I think that was like 08 MS Team. Mm. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think the other one was War in the Pocket. Um, I, I've seen a few of them over the years. I missed Seed entirely because streaming wasn't a thing yet, and uh, I just could not afford to keep up with buying DVDs for literally every anime that came out. Mm. So I unfortunately missed the train on that, even though I heard it was an amazing season and did plant the seeds for uh, Code Geass. There's your reference.
0: <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, up next, we do have Muv Love Alternative Season 2. Uh, this one uh, we did see season one of last year, and Mario and I actually quite enjoyed it. I forget, I think it may have gotten an honorable mention in our uh, top anime of the year last year. Um, I'm definitely planning on continuing this one, I found it enjoyable. I have some friends who are diehard Move Love fans and have said that they were actually pleasantly surprised. With how the first season went and that apparently season two is going to be even better in terms of the Mm. quality of material it has to work with so i'm very excited and uh the next one we will also gloss over it's my hero academia season six boy howdy am i all in on my hero academia so yep
1: i'm all caught up and i'm looking forward to it because uh it's it's funny the school stuff i was a little mild on And then, when they got to the darker things and the villains would show up and everything, I was fully engrossed. I'm so
0: pleased that I've been able to largely avoid the manga spoilers. I know Mm -hmm. scraps of things, or at least I think I know scraps of things. The fact that I am not confident of the spoiler things that I have seen is still a victory for me. Um, But I know that any time a new manga chapter drops, I usually see. Some, some strong reactions from friends. Uh, yeah. So I know it's keeping up its end of the bargain even now in terms of the manga and I'm quite confident the adaptation is going to be faithful as it has been. So looking forward to that. Moving on to something that is new for the season, My Master Has No Tail by Linden Films. Throughout time, supernatural shapeshifting Tanuki loved playing tricks on humankind. One plucky Tanuki, Mameda, is no different. But there's one big problem. She wasn't born in the days of yore. She was born in modern, more cin- more cynical times. How can she fulfill her mischievous Tanuki destiny when supernatural hijinks are a thing of the past? She finds an angle when she meets Bunko, a master of the Japanese art of Rakugo, which uses storytelling to beguile its audience. Mameda is determined to use Rakugo to cast a spell on humanity, but first this Tanuki must versus Tanuki Trickster, must convince the no-nonsense Bunko to take her on as an apprentice. Now, Rakugo is something, obviously it is a definitively Japanese art art form of storytelling. Yep. Um, it is the crux of uh, uh, Rakugo Shinwa Showa, Rakugo Shinju, which is a incredible series that I missed when it first aired went back uh, at the behest of a friend, and that is a dense, dense series that is, it has a cult following as being one of the best of all time, and honestly, Mm. I'm going to agree that, uh, let me get that name properly, uh, that the the proper name is Showa Genroku Rakugo Shinju. Uh, Mm. It only aired actually in 20... 16 so it is fairly recent and that is a two season show that is just it is some of the most immaculate storytelling I've ever seen it's really really good Um, Hmm. I'll have to to look at that (laughs) meanwhile there have been other Rakugo shows that have tried to lean in more of the comedy Um, it sounds like this one well the tags here are comedy and fantasy I might give it a shot This is one that on the outset doesn't necessarily grab me, but I look at this and say, this has potential. It's probably going to end up on that list of, I'll only need one or two reviews to say that this is worth watching to get me in the door. But pending the other shows that are must watches for me, it probably won't be on the automatically watched list, but wouldn't take much to nudge it in.
1: Before uh, we kick into high gear tomorrow with, uh, My Hero, and a few other shows uh, that we're going to be mentioning down the line. Um, I will say that the first episode of this is out right now on High Dive, um, as well as the first episode of another show uh, that will be mentioned later on. Or no, we maybe mentioned last week, uh, I Am the Villainous. uh, We mentioned that that last
0: week, and I did watch... That one is on Crunchyroll. Um, I did watch that one yesterday. It was good.
1: uh, I watched the first episode of My Master Has No Tale, actually, uh, before we uh, went live. Ooh. It's cute. I know Marissa's definitely going to watch it because, you know, cute animal girls. Me, I'm curious because it's a period piece set during the Meiji period. Um, so uh, between uh, 1868, 1912, period of industrialization, modernization, westernization. Um, it uh, it's, it's fascinating because, yeah, it was a period when Japan was sort of moving beyond its old... Uh, Folklorish roots, and that's kind of where this whole thing with the Tanuki, she's struggling to find a place to fit in in the world because the Tanuki no longer have that place they had of superstition and tricking people, and they're seen as a nuisance, which, of course, mm-hmm. is also kind of a sign of the time of modernization as, you know, we build more and we encroach on wildlife. Yeah. So but it's, also the
0: whole thing of being cynical in today's day and age Exactly. And that, you know, it's harder to trick people of someone sees something fantastical and doesn't reflexively think, oh, this is the work of the gods or magic. It's, yep. oh, that's fake. It's CG or something. Or, you know, it's somebody making stuff up on social media that. And so, uh,
1: relatably, uh, because she's looking for that uh, pop, so to speak, with people, the reaction that you would get from surprising and tricking people that she can't get nowadays as things modernized she becomes enraptured by seeing the rakugo performance mm-hmm. and yeah. she decides that that's what she wants to do it's it yeah, kind of speaks to me as an entertainer so as well so i'm interesting. i'm curious i'll watch a few episodes and see if it catches me fully
0: moving on to the next one it's pop team epic season 2 if you want more of that acid trip that is pop team epic <laughs> <laughs> i tried to watch pop team epic on three separate occasions I just couldn't get into it it was I I feel bad saying this I feel like <laughs> oh no am I getting old and curmudgeonly and I say it was too weird for me I just see I I'm wasn't from a able different to get school. into it like
1: I mean I I got into anime with stuff like fully Cooley and excel saga and some of the weirdest stuff imaginable Navashin (laughs) for his contributions to wacky, weird comedy. I enjoyed it. The dub is just as weird as the sub. Um, Hell, I wish I could be a part of the dub just because I know there's that weird gimmick of it's the same episode twice Twice. with completely different scripts Mm -hmm. between the part performed by the women and the part performed by the men with different people voicing every episode. I I I want in on that.
0: I appreciate it in concept, and I think it's, of I think it's very cool that they do that of the doubled episode. But it's just for whatever reason, this stuff doesn't hit my funny bone. And not uh, for I,
1: everybody, and so, I, watch I feel it, like it's going to be one of those like, like you got to be high like or drunk I said, maybe. <laughs> I, like I said,
0: I tried it three times. I wanted to enjoy the show, and I might try it again. But I'm not optimistic. But I know a lot mm. of other folks enjoy it, and at least I'm happy for them.
1: Yeah. Okay, so next up, we're going to a mystery with Bandai Namco Pictures. Raven of the Inner Palace. Uh, This comes from a light novel. Deep within the inner palace lives a special consort who does not serve the emperor despite her position as a consort. She is known as the Raven Consort. Uh, Have I said consort enough so far?
0: We could go for a few more.
1: (laughs) Consort, consort, consort. Uh, People who have seen her say she looks like an old woman while others say she looks like a young girl. Stories tell of her use of mysterious arts and how she can take on any request, be it death curses or finding lost things. Koshun, the current emperor, goes to visit the Raven Consort with that intention. See, I said it again. Without knowing that their lead, their fated meeting will become a taboo that will overturn history. And this is, uh, on Crunchyroll. Um, I was intrigued by the trailer, uh, especially because once you see the characters' names, you'll notice that they're Chinese. This is actually set in a fictitious Chinese period piece, and I'm a big fan of Chinese history, like Romance of the Three Kingdoms, so I'm already intrigued and definitely curious to see where this goes as a mystery.
0: I like me a good mystery, and Bondi Namco puts on good shows, so I'm into it. (laughs) (laughs) that caught me off guard holy cow but yes. well
1: i mean that anime caught us off guard too this year but (laughs) yes it yes it
0: did but anyways i'm in on raven of the inner palace to see where that one goes up next is a show that i've seen around uh episode one is already out now haven't seen it yet it's reincarnated as a sword because here we are it's an isekai take a shot take a shot (laughs) Some Isekai protagonists are reincarnated as powerful warriors or skilled wizards, but our protagonist was reborn in another life as a sentient sword. He's taken up by Fran, a desperate girl fleeing evildoers intent on selling her into slavery. With her new weapons, help and guidance, she's able to strike down one of her captors and secure her freedom. Together, this unconventional master student duo embark on an epic journey to liberate those in need with the, uh, to liberate those in need and exact justice on the cruel of heart. An action adventure, and uh, yeah, it's a sentient sword being wielded by a girl who is about two thirds the size
1: of the sword. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm curious because it looks funny. So uh, that that talking sword, just something about it. I've heard
0: bits and pieces about this one, and generally, I've heard good things. I'll probably give it a shot.
1: Can't um, go wrong with cat girls, too. I mean, but that's just me. Eh.
0: <laughs> That this falls just on uh, the side of I'm going to probably start off with it, but it won't take much for me to drop it if I'm not impressed pretty quickly.
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, I I haven't heard of C2C. I mean, I don't pay too much attention to studios unless it's like one that really pops out, like Madhouse, Gynax, etc. Um, but I'll I'll give it a few episodes. I think Marissa will definitely keep it because there's a cat girl in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's way more obsessed with them than I am. I just like Monster Girls in general. <laughs> but um, but something about the sword in the trailer had me curious about it. And despite the fact the first episode's out, if you click the link to High Dive, it's not on there. I don't think this is going to be a simulcast show. I could be wrong. It may have
0: just aired a couple of hours ago. No, because it says it's It's not four listed days. under
1: their schedule
0: oh. so, uh, for today, so... This I've seen this show around too much to think that it's not being picked up, that, mm. and even if it's not being simul dubbed, because um, generally HiDev doesn't simul dub that. Everything nowadays is going to be simul cast one way or another, so we will see about this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you may you may want to check their website. Sometimes the links here on AntiChart could be uh, borked. But anyways, let's yeah. move on to the next one.
1: So up next we have from Troika Shinobi no Itoki uh this is an original anime and uh those tend to be the best surprises of the season uh, sometimes so it's, uh, it's airing on crunchyroll so uh, itoki sakuraba was a ordinary student until his life was turned upside down so uh, i'd like to take a minute just sit right here and tell you how he became the shinobi no itoki uh anyway we we find out he finds out that he is the 19th heir of the famous iga ninjas the Iga must try to defend what is theirs from the Koga, a rivaling clan seeking to end Itoki's life. Itoki is left with no choice but to become a shinobi that's strong enough not to only protect himself, but also his village. Now a student at Kokuten Ninja Academy, a high school specializing in shinobi techniques, Itoki learns the way of the modern-day ninja, equipped with high-tech suits and gadgets. Together with students from other villages, Itoki clashes with the Koga in an attempt to end the rivalry once and for all. High-tech Naruto?
0: Yeah, I was just sort of side-glancing and be like, <laughs> I know we shouldn't compare every ninja thing to Naruto, but you're talking ninjas and ninja
1: academies and multiple ninja
0: villages. But we're also
1: talking something that's, I mean... Equal parts legendary in history as well, because the Iga and Koga are well known ninja uh, Mm -hmm. families. So I'm curious. I'll watch the first episode and
0: judge from there. I'm not going to inherently give it three, I'll give it one.
1: The high tech uh, stuff very much reminded me of things like. the The design work, at least, uh, reminded me of things like Full Metal Panic and Gantz and Bubblegum. Not as cyber as Bubblegum Crisis, but, you know, more... Uh, uh, I, it had a nice aesthetic to it, and uh, the key art is colorful. Reminds me of uh, one of my favorites from this past kind of season.
0: Looks uh, a little simple to me, honestly. It's, uh, it's, the, it's the colorful... Faces. Faces.
1: The, char- the Colorful character faces reminded me of uh Bakamatsu bad boys. Yeah, the, the characters themselves aren't but.
0: colorful, it's just different color nah. filters put over the character faces. That doesn't impress me as much. We'll see. Like I said, I'll uh, give it a. Maybe one. I'm
1: kind of simple-minded because I like Pop Team Epic too. <laughs> well no, Pop Team Epic
0: is Pop Team it's Epic, a joke.
1: it's a joke is a lot more <laughs> and
0: seems like a lot more. I just acknowledge Pop Team Epic isn't to my taste. I'm not commenting yeah. on its quality. Uh speaking of quality, up next is Spy Family Core 2. It's Spy yeah. Family Core 2. I'm in. Next. Uh, uh The Eminence in Shadow. Okay, this uh action comedy. Okay, uh judging from this key art, that it's it's very dark key art, a lot of uh black and gold uniforms here. Some people just aren't suited to playing the part of flashy in-your-face hero or the dastardly mustache twirling villain with a larger-than-life panache. Instead, they operate in the shadows and pull the strings of society uh, through wit and cleverness. That's the role Sid wants to play when he's transported to another world. Up, oh, Isekai, take a shot. Sid spins a yarn or three and becomes the unlikely leader of the underground shadow garden organization that fights against a menacing cult, which he totally made up. However, there's a catch that even this wild imagination didn't see coming. The cult he concocted actually exists. And they're beyond displeased that his evil power fantasy just got in the way of their evil
1: plans. Um, That's I'm a hell in. of a twist. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in. This, I love these character designs, these outfits. Yeah, I, now, this I mean,
0: is, well, it's not colorful, but these are cool designs. But also... You know me, I like I, my smart characters doing smart things. Uh, the not-mustache-trolling villain, the ones that operate in the shadows and pull the strings of society through wit and cleverness, that's my jam. And you're telling me that I'm going to get this along with the, you know, good character designs and medicine cult, which is made up but not made up? Sure. Sold.
1: I uh, I saw the trailer, and uh, I also saw where the comedy comes into play a little bit. They certainly are characters. You are going to get that isekai character-type vibe from it. But I feel like it's going to be in more of a slick, kind of, you know, darker package. And I'm all for an edgy, cool. like, designer look about things. They very much remind me of, like, visual K-bands. And I love that aesthetic. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, the show is cool and, like, really gets me into it enough that I want to cosplay from it. Because just looking at those character designs, I'm already going, like, I need the black fabric bl- and lots of it.
0: <laughs> black and gold look is just very clean. Yeah.
1: That All right. This is another one I saw the trailer for, and this looked interesting from the art style alone. It is a comedy from Studio DLE airing on Crunchyroll this season, The Human Crazy University. Satake Hirafumi is a prisoner on death row for murdering his fiance. He's also an undead man. So, uh, not the dead man, like the Undertaker, an undead man, who has survived many desperate situations. For this, he has earned the interest of a research institution called Human Crazy University. Ah, huh? there's the title, huh? Uh, which studies real-life miraculous phenomena and the people who become entangled in them. Now, a subject of their research, Satake relates to them his memories of his immortal yet unhappy life. Why did he kill his fiance? Soon enough. The truth sheds light on a much bigger conspiracy.
0: Now, of interest, it says conspiracy and all that and makes it sound like a mystery, but the tag here is comedy. Also, the uh, studio DLE is one that I'm not super familiar with, so looking at some of their past stuff, their animation quality is unconventional.
1: It's not animation, animation per se. I'd say, Rather, uh, sorry,
0: not animation quality. They're, they're, they're style. comics. Uh, yeah, and, and cause like, also... sorry, go ahead.
1: Uh, well, cause one of the animes I watched, but I didn't talk about much, uh, because it was shorts, was, a uh, uh, Doomsday with my dog on high dive, which were just a series. Each episode was three shorts, about, two minutes total about a person wandering around after the end of the world with their dog and they apparently can talk to each other somehow. I'm I it's, it's hard to explain. It's very well, weird, they, but quite funny and, and quirky. They do have one
0: short series that I've seen that I do very much like. And that was a uh, skeleton bookseller Honda which which oh, yes, absolutely yes. delightful. Um, so this may actually be a case of a a shorts studio finally breaking into full, uh, you know, normal episode uh, animations. That The art style here looks like it's something out of the early 2000s, I'll be entirely honest.
1: It's, this- it's got a slightly older aesthetic to it, yeah. I, I will say. It reminds me a lot, actually, of uh, kind of Case Closed. Uh, yeah, I can or, see or that. Or Detective Conan. And I can see that a to, little bit.
0: I'm not going to inherently hold that against it, but it's something that I notice and it's something that I
1: You check out makes the trailer. Me, yeah, it you'll makes see me that a it's got that same nervous. animation style to uh, bookseller Honda and uh, Doomsday with my dog. So it's going to be interesting to see a full length episode using that sort of animated comics vibe.
0: I think I'm going to pass on this one to start. If I hear good things about it, I may pick it up. Um, not, this isn't one of those, Ooh, it's very, very close that I, I would say it'll take, you know, two or three or at least a very strong recommendation from one person. Mm. Uh, not just a, this is pretty good that, uh, This one just doesn't super appeal to me, but we'll see. I'd love to be wrong and find out that this is actually something uh, really cool, a diamond in the rough. We'll see. Uh, The next one is Two-Year Eternity Season 2. I still have not been able to finish Two-Year Eternity Season 1 because good Lord,
1: is that stuff heavy? Hmm. I I mean, it's got five tags under it. Adventure, drama, fantasy, psychological, supernatural. That already makes it sound heavy.
0: (laughs) To Your Eternity was regarded as one of the uh, as one of the most beautiful and haunting and tear jerking shows of 2021. Mm. And I know a lot of folks are really looking forward to season two. So happy for them. And maybe I'll finally get around to finishing season one because I've gotten past the halfway point. But it's just it's not a happy show. It is just mm. the the point of it all. Is that the main character is an immortal sent to by God to observe humanity and basically what is the story of humanity if not tragedy after tragedy and he gets a front row seat to just many atrocities many things gone wrong all while being hunted by this otherworldly force which is trying to get his power of immortality and in doing so instigates even greater tragedies and atrocities along the way so then there's also the guilt aspect on top of it for him it's great oh boy
1: sounds like Like a good palate cleanser for when you've seen something too sugary sweet and you're just like give me something dark
0: yeah if you need the palate cleanser after pop team epic there you go (laughs) The next one is a revival and one that I'm going to watch just because I know the original means so much to a lot of people. It's Urusei Yatsura. When an alien race known as the Oni invade Earth, the chronically unlucky and unapologetically lecherous Ataru Moroboshi is selected as humanity's representative in a duel for the fate of the planet His opponent is Lum, the Oni's very pretty princess, and it's only thanks to Ateru's unscrupulous behavior that he's able to scrape out a win in a treacherous game of tag against her. Ateru thinks he's had his uh, lucky break at last, but when Lum takes a shine to him off the battlefield, the conflict follows him home as Lum invades not only planet Earth, but also the womanizing Ateru's love life. This is a new adaptation of the manga of the same name by Rumiko Takahashi that this reads as, you know, the remake of Fruits Basket, Full my Ness Brotherhood, that this is going to be a cleaned up remake, which is going to be faithful to the manga, the source material. And I know that this is a classic from the, the 80s or 90s, that this is not a new one. And it's a long yeah. one that waited for 46 episodes. So that means uh, we're going to have the this for a year,
1: basically. Yeah. And I've seen the original. I love the original. Rumiko Takashi is one of the all-time goats for just in Japan for anime and manga, having done Inuyasha and Ranma Half. And And the studio uh, is
0: David Production, so you have the pedigree there as well. David Production has done... Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, did uh, Jojo, uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia, uh, looking through a couple other ones. It's mostly known for Jojo. And you know, that's kept them busy for a good while and it's very high quality. So this is worth I'm, the uh,
1: year subscription to high dive right here. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm I'm in on Uruse Yatsura.
1: Okay, up uh, next though we have another sequel season. Uzaki Chan wants to hang out, season two. A lot of people love the first season. I still haven't seen it yet. Um look I know Mario cute. liked it. I was yeah not thrilled by it.
0: I didn't think it was problematic or anything, it just didn't super appeal to me that uh, I've, I've been on record saying that teasing, uh, teasing shows aren't really to my taste. That whether yeah. it be teasing Master Takagi Uzaki or um, leave me alone Nagatoro, none of them yeah. have been to my taste. I acknowledge that there's a lot of folks who do enjoy it, and if you enjoy it, here you go. I'm glad you got a season two. I'm going to pass, not on commentary of quality, just on
1: taste. This next one. Has uh literally oh, description. no description here on any chart. I have the description here from Crunchyroll. Thank Vazrock you. the animation, uh, which starts October 4th, has one of the shortest descriptions ever, actually. The male idol units Vazzy and Rockdown debut in this new Tsuki Pro anime series. That's it. E thanks. <laughs> wow. Um You know, for me, it even sounds like it could be shorts. This just seems like something to push a product. I like the character designs, um, but that's because they have that flashy visual K-ish, you know, because they're supposed to be idle rock bands. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't even see myself really getting into this beyond watching the first episode going, they look pretty and that's it. You know, maybe it might be a possible cosplay for Anime Boston because the theme is idols this year and that's about it.
0: Well, the next two or the last two actually are sequels as well. So this is going to be a bit faster. It's Welcome to Demon School Irumakun Season Three and Yawamushi Pedal Limit Break. So uh, Welcome to Demon School Irumakun. Uh, obviously, you know, being season three, that this is one that most folks will probably heard of if they've been watching anime in the past couple of years. That a normal kid gets adopted by demon headmaster and has to blend in at a demon school to not be eaten by the demons who wouldn't like to eat humans. And uh, Yomushi Pedal is your bike in sports anime. So if you like biking and sports anime, there you go. Or if you like the the, uh, Irumakun was comedy, fantasy, supernatural. I watched like two episodes and it just didn't really grab me. But I know there's some folks that like it. It's aimed at a younger audience. Like not, this isn't a little kid's show. But this is one that definitely feels aimed more toward that, you know, 13 uh, to 17 range
1: Push merchandise type thing. I mean, uh, it is by yeah, Bondi mean, Namco. Oh, it is. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. I don't know if it's necessarily uh, a merch colorful. thing.
0: Yeah. Um, but that actually gets us to the end of our list and we're a bit early. So
1: what I'd like to we do, could, this- we could scroll through and find a few that uh, will be uh, in some other spots maybe as well. That aren't uh, uh, regular
0: shows. Oh, well, actually, what I was thinking is we can go through and create our initial list of what we're going to watch.
1: Oh, yeah, that too, actually. Um, boy, have I got a hell of a list between yeah, Crunchyroll it, and uh, High Dive. Especially going- because there have been some announced that uh, weren't announced last week, like uh, Akiba Made War actually will be on High Dive. Hmm. So I'm gonna start off right there at the top of the list, going from uh, you know number two to Zet. Uh, there, Akiba War, It's on my watch list. Yeah, uh, well, the trailer so was just, hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: let's just go through each one. It's
0: gonna be a simple, uh yes, no, maybe. Um, yeah. Or Nin Sorize Usa. This is the one where it had the bunch of. Uh, it was like Haruhi-esque, but then had the thing with the girl who's dressed like a guy. And that's going to be the maybe for me, because like I said last week, it's all going to depend on how they play that character.
1: Not, uh, it's not been picked up yet. I am curious about the concept. I I mean, you have four different people who are all hiding something, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, like, it has potential for comedy because the whole like, oh oh my God, keep this a secret from everybody else. Like, it has potential for comedy. But at the same time, there's You're also like, yeah.
0: So, yeah. uh, Made War, I'm in on. So yep. yes to Akiba War. Uh, Arknight's Prelude to Dawn, nah. I'm not in it's, on Arknight. It's, uh,
1: it's a mobage. Um, so, I mean, uh, I'm gonna, as much as I like the character designs from that, I will probably not watch.
0: Yeah, uh, Beast Tamer, I'm gonna pass on until someone tells me it's good.
1: I'm definitely gonna check it out. I mean, uh, Sounded cute enough, you know, Adventures Fantasy. It's got a cat, girl. You know, so I mean... Yeah, uh, yeah so I'm going to wait a, for a your
0: review on it to decide if I pick it up or not. Up next yeah. is Berserk. I'm going to say no to that one just because I'm i not in on Berserk, and this is a continuation it out. I'll check, it, it, seems, out.
1: Yeah. I'll check um, it out just because I'm curious to see, you know, just how good it is. You know, it's definitely going to be a step over 2016.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, bibliophile Princess I Am in on.
1: I'm I'm in on that too. There's Bleach that classical I, shoujo look to it, and uh, I'm really curious to see how that plays out. Bleach, I am in on. Biggest mystery actually of the season because we are one day off. It's actually October first in Japan as we record this. There still is no announced streaming service for this. Viz has
0: been pushing it, so Viz is still attached somehow. It's just yeah. not clear. How oh, that's going to work? Uh, Blue Lock, I'm out on.
1: Uh, it's a curiosity. The animation looked good. Uh, I've heard a large buzz surrounding it because it's not a sports team anime. It's a competition for one person to get an elite spot on the World yeah. Cup team, and that little twist on the sports formula, where it's it's that one person against others, you know, similar to like a boxing fighting type situation, but with football soccer you know like yeah i'm curious i'm curious but it might not be something i actually keep up with
0: uh, we'll have to go a little bit faster just to you know yeah keep in through yeah, yeah. the rock is gonna be a no for me unless somebody really recommends it pass for me chainsaw man is a yes
1: holy hell yes <laughs> do it yourself i'll pass Massive, maybe depends on what people say. I mean, uh, it's—I called it IKEA the anime, but it had me curious once I said IKEA the anime. So yeah, I'll give it an episode.
0: AQ Shonen Eternal Boys, I'm gonna give a
1: shot. I'm giving a shot. It's—I mean, if it's a if it's a group of guys in their 30s and 40s trying to be an idol group, I'm in that demographic. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I strikes me as just crazy enough to work so i'm gonna give it a shot uh, encouragement yeah. of climb next summit i will pass on
1: yeah fourth season of something i haven't seen the first three seasons of pass Futoku, no guild i will pass looked funny i might just watch this provided it shows up somewhere
0: Fufu ijo uh that one is a yes uh yeah
1: that you thing, know i was
0: uh, with the the couple practical, where they you know need to yeah. pretend to be parents and stuff. That I'm going to give this one a shot of, I'll give it the three I'm episode cu- shake.
1: I'm curious, you know, I mean, uh, it's it's not been uh, officially announced on Crunchy or uh, High Dive. It's on YouTube for anyone Asia, so it's airing in Southeast Asia. There might be an English sub because mm. of that. So uh, it's definitely something to keep an ear to the ground for.
0: Yeah, uh, Golden Comedy Four. I'm not caught up, so that's a no there. But just by virtue of that, uh, Housing Complex C is actually just an OVA, so I'm not counting that. I'm, I'm watching Villainess. Well, that, yeah, I'm. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, but it's HBO also slash Adult Swim. Yeah. Uh, villainess. I've already seen the first <laughs> episode. I'm in on that. It doesn't strike me from episode one as like you know top ten material, but it definitely seems fun enough, and it could get better. Uh, I'm
1: definitely gonna watch it too. I mean, uh, just. It's got that look. It's got that kind of comedy that I'm I'm drawn to. So uh, I'm gonna watch that uh, once uh, I'm done with uh, my stuff for the day today.
0: Somehow gotten stronger when I improved my farming skills. Pass.
1: I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, just it sounds funny enough uh, that that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's that wacky shenanigans, the oops, I'm too strong type of thing, except he's done so many mundane things that it made him strong. It's a one punch man type of humor. Let me know how it know? goes. It it just yeah. strikes
0: me as a, a power fantasy, and it's not enough to get me in the door without good reason. Idler hmm. Seven, third beat, part two? No. Yeah, pass. <laughs> Can colay No.
1: Pass. Legend of Mana? No. Hell yeah. I played the original game. I want to see how they handle the anime. Sure. Yeah. Uh,
0: love flops. I think this one is going to be a yes for me that this was the one about, uh, the, yeah, that this was a comedy romance sci-fi. So I'm going to try that one out. We'll see how it goes.
1: Uh, this is a yes for me. I'm, uh, once again, High Dive is paying for itself in spades. It's yeah, they,
0: they've been picking up a lot of good stuff these past couple seasons. I'm very happy to see them.
1: Uh, get AMC's it. money is coming into play, and I think they're buying more and more uh, uh, high-profile things thanks to it. I think it's also but, just
0: that more and more stuff is getting made. that They've been picking stuff up, but it may also just be you know, more good stuff's coming out, and... Not everything yeah. can be picked up by uh, automation on me, control really one. Uh Mamakichi, Mamako, ni- no Nichijo, pass. Yeah, pass. Uh, management of an alchemist. Now we're getting the stuff from today. Uh, that is a yes for me.
1: Uh, that's a pass for me.
0: Megaton Q Musashi is no for me.
1: That's uh, a pass for me as well.
0: Mob is a yes for me. Huge yes. Gundam. Just given how many yeses I have, I'm gonna have to give it the no until somebody really recommends it.
1: Uh, I'm gonna check it out because Cyberpunk Gundam.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm listening it as a maybe. Uh, Mug yeah. Love is a yes. Uh,
1: it's a pass for me. I didn't see season one, so
0: that's fair. Yeah. Um. Uh, do the next one my is hero, my hero season yes.
1: six. Yes. Uh, my Up master next. has no tail. Yes. I'm
0: I'm gonna have to say no at this for point, now. just there are so many yeses already. Yeah. Uh that I'm listing out all mine right now so I can count them up at the end. Pop team epic season two, no.
1: Uh that's a yes for me.
0: All right. Uh Raven of the Inner Palace is a yes for me.
1: Yes for me as well. Uh reincarnated as a, as a sword. That's a yes for now. Um Isekai is not normally my thing, but it looked kind of funny. I'm going to put it as a
0: yes tentatively. Um, But gosh, this list is getting really long really quick. I know. Shinobi no no Itoki. I'm going to have to say no until somebody tells me it's worthwhile.
1: Uh, This is a yes for now. A lot of this is yes for now aside from returning shows. Uh, Very few are like Futo P.I. type yeses. So (laughs) Spy Family Season 1 Part 2. Yes. Yes. Eminence and Shadow. Yes. Yes, uh, Human Crazy University. University
0: pass.
1: Yes, for now. Uh, uh, Two-year your, two your season two. Didn't see season one, so pass.
0: Who do say yes?
1: Definite yes for me on that one. Zaki um, exactly. Chan didn't see season one. I'd have to catch up on it, so yeah. this is going to be a pass I'm, for now.
0: I'm passing, and then the last three are Vazrock, which had you know very little introduction and. It, Idrima and uh, Yawamushi pedal, which, if memory serves, you didn't see any of those. I hadn't seen any, of those. See any of those. Yeah, so that's going to um, be no, no, and no to ended. But that gives me a total of one, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17 initial yeses and three maybes. I'm going to have to slash a good number of those off. And even a even for lot me, that's are going to
1: get good. slashed for me too. Um, and because yeah. <laughs> let me see One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 8 definite yeses that I'm going to keep up with. Um, but a total of 20 shows to check out. You know, a lot will drop like flies. So, yeah. unless, unless Marissa tells me you have to watch this, like to the point where she's begging me I will probably not keep up with 20 shows after no. all I'm watching like 9 hours of wrestling a week on top of it all
0: So yeah, and I, I don't have that even but uh, yeah we'll see how um, this goes and that
1: includes Netflix too on top of it all because Bastard is coming back um, yeah. uh, Exception which is the one by uh, Yoshitaka Amano's uh, art design um, and Tiger and Bunny uh, 2 part 2 Is also uh, out, plus that reminds me, I need to catch up and uh, finish uh, uh, What's Left of Uncle from Another World and uh, JoJo uh, Stone Ocean Part 2. God dang it, Netflix. Stop doing these drops. It's a good
0: time. It's a good time to be an anime fan. Binge drops. (laughs) People have been hyping up the fall season all year, and here we are. The hype is real. There's a lot of good stuff, a lot of returning stuff. And then, obviously, there's this whole crop of new shows, which we will have to see. It just what's worth the time, what's not. And already, there's going to be a lot of good stuff to watch. So we definitely hope that you all will find something that is to your taste this season and enjoy. And we'll be here every step of the way, letting you know what we're watching, what shows ended up being worthwhile, and which ones weren't. So definitely continue to tune in here at DKI. I'm Joel. Jason, you can follow our sponsor Image anime at ImageAnime.com and use the code DISCOUNTSHIP. That is D-E-E-S-C-O-U-N-T-S-H-I-P for free shipping on orders of $100 or more. And you can get Digital Era Entertainment merchandise at merch.streamelements.com slash Digital Era Entertainment. And always be sure to follow, subscribe, like, all that jazz here on Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And you can see the uh, Kokorono Pro Trailer on our YouTube channel. That is our upcoming uh, wrestling visual novel being headed up by uh, Mario and RJ. And I think that just about does it. We're going to have a happy hour in a little bit, I believe. So if you want to do some murder time, murder time, fun, 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 join us on the Discord. But uh, we are done for today. Going to be watching a lot of anime this weekend, I think. So stay safe, stay sane. And we will see you next time on Digital Era Twitch.
1: Three more months till birdie wing.